Welcome back to Chooch Chats, a quarantine travel guide. Thank you so much for sticking with us thus far. I know, now that things keep opening up and returning to normal, reliving the last year with us may feel daunting. <clears throat> for me, it's rewarding to remember where we've come from and what we had to do to get to where we are now. <clears throat> this week, Tony and I will be delivering two separate pieces of writing in the same podcast. A Quarantine Travel Guide, Part 4 and 5. So please sit back, relax, pour yourself a whiskey with me, and follow me on my quarantine travels. This is Chooch Chat. Chooch Chat! After getting back to Chicago from New Orleans, I was instantly laid off from my full-time job. I spent those days from about March 15th right through the 21st, 2020, journaling about my recent trip, playing board games and role-playing games with my roommates, figuring out ways to exercise without a gym, drinking heavily, worrying deeply, and trying to decide if I should skip town and head back east to Virginia to stay with family who own a house there in the country. In the middle of the week, I answered a booty call from M.A. who had decided to get out of the city and go back to her home state to wait out the brunt of this quarantine. It was kind of the thing that was going around. Right before she left, she handed me the spare keys to her apartment, where she lived alone, and gave me permission to use it as needed. This kindness in the middle of a panic came as a shock to me. I jumped at the opportunity and sent the lovely, gracious, caring young lady off with as much love, respect, and admiration as I could muster. This arrangement guaranteed we would see each other again, which filled me with hope and ease. Some things, like drinking and working out, came easy, naturally. Others, like deciding to run away or stay quarantined with four people in a three-bedroom apartment, came a little less naturally and with more difficulties. I found solace in going for runs on the Lakeshore Trail, trying to keep my distance from the rest of the city who took this shelter in place as an opportunity to hit the streets. I also found great comfort in having drinks with some of the rest of the house as we decided what to watch or play. Yes, if you're wondering, we too fell prey to the Tiger King. Finally, somewhat out of the blue, an olive branch was extended. By whom, you ask? Take a wild fucking guess. March 22nd, 2020. Today, I went to work for Dave G. Michael's company, UG2. I went into an empty office building in downtown Chicago with six other people, one of whom was Tony, and we disinfected any and all surfaces people might normally touch. There was a person who works in the office on that floor who tested positive for COVID-19 over two weeks ago, and the floor had been empty for just over one week. Dave rallied the troops, whom he knew were scared, and told them not to worry, as he and his own son were there with them, and he'd never put his own son at risk. Then he pointed to me, and said, That's Zach, my son's best friend. I could honestly give two shits about him. Everyone but me had a good laugh, which was nice because it broke the tension. For everyone but me. He moved on to tell us all the information the CDC had about the coronavirus. 
What they knew about the virus was that it lived in air for about three hours, no more. It can live on non-living surfaces for no more than five days. I worked for about three and a half hours. We got downtown at 9 a.m., filled out paperwork, got to the coronavirus location around 10 a.m., and finished around 1.30 p.m. When I got home around 2 p.m., I ate a big old hunk of lasagna that Tony graciously made for the whole apartment and brought over yesterday evening. He also brought me some pie that he baked. What a guy that Tony Giamichael is. He might even have a job for me that could keep me in Chicago through this chaotic time. March 25th, 2020. Yesterday, I made the decision to stay in Chicago, where I can make a little extra money picking up shifts with UG2. It was a tough decision that had been weighing on me for the last week or so. I had been offered a place to stay back in my home state of Virginia with my cousin and his family. He lives out in the country, and right now it feels wise to get away from people, the spreaders of this death virus. However, I feel the need to make money and be productive. The idea of just cutting and running out of fright doesn't exactly suit me. The night before last, I worked a couple hours, then went to crash at the empty M.A.'s apartment in the Ukrainian village instead of at my own place, which contained four times as many bodies. It was a nice treat, after working a late shift fighting the Rona. March 26th, 2020 Before making my daily list, I want to write a little bit about a highlight and a lowlight from the previous day. A highlight was being able to walk outside to the park with my roommates to throw around a frisbee. It was nice to be out and moving and interacting in a clown-like way with these people who've been stuck inside for over a week. This activity also spawned a lowlight. I got into a digital argument with two friends about this group pursuing this activity. They viewed it as us ignoring social distancing and putting the spread of COVID-19 at a higher risk. I can't disagree that we are at greater risk of catching it being out and about at all. However, even being under shelter in place, we are allowed to get out and stretch our legs. Whether we do it collectively as a household or not is the decision of the household. We kept our distance from everyone else, and we were out for no more than an hour and a half. We played it perfectly safe within the guidelines of shelter-in-place, so they can fuck right off. Friday, March 27th, 2020. Let us all still celebrate the fact that this is Friday. Friday night, and I feel alright. The party is here on the middle side. I've got my cup of coffee and I'm sitting here. I finished a bottle of water. I ate two packs of ramen and a clementine for breakfast. And I am ready to go. You know, one thought I keep having is that this quarantine will curb people's thoughts and feelings of FOMO. Fear of missing out. Because everyone is doing the same old shit. No one is really missing out on anything. Also... We should all come out of this quite well rested. I love you. Keep on moving.
Thank you, Zach. And welcome to a quarantine travel guide, part five. <clears throat> My turn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to part five of a quarantine travel guide. We thought it was a good idea to do an episode where we both do a written piece to catch everyone up to speed on when Zach and I's paths cross, when the fun begins. So, pour a second glass of whiskey, any will do. I'm currently drinking David Nicholson 1843. I highly recommend it. I also apologize for my stuffy nose. I have just gotten the second Moderna shot, and it is kicking my ass. Anyways, this is Chooch Chat. My turn. This has been an entire year of people taking turns. Carrying the load. Whoever was more well-rested at the time or felt more mentally fit would grab the worry, the load, or grab you and take the burden away for a small moment. Zoom calls, phone calls, good food, good drinking, the prospect of work, or commiserating were all within reach for me in most weeks. Everyone has a cross to bear. We all know this. Something usually weighs heavy on all of us. But, for once, we all had a similar stress and a similar weight added to our usual load. It was nice to know. For a moment. I am grateful for much. I will forever be grateful to my wife. She is stronger and smarter than even she knows. Although, I suspect, she is beginning to find out. We would pass the ball back and forth throughout the year. Who was leading? Who was motivating? Are we saying it out loud, or are we leading by example? What's the goal today? This week? This month? If I have grown through this pandemic, it starts with her. Either by her direct motivation, or by just looking at her, and remembering how much I respect her and honor her. I was at one of my weakest moments physically when this all started. I was going to physical therapy because of the recent surgery that I had in my shoulder. This, of course, put me in an awkward spot mentally because I felt like I wasn't capable of taking care of us if things went awry or if the situation truly went south. It's not like it was an insurmountable heavyweight by any measure, but it was there, and it was real, and I felt it. I ended up canceling what would be my final appointment at Mercy Hospital for physical therapy. I called to say that I wasn't sure if coming right now was the best idea considering we are all waiting on more news from the mayor. Or something along those lines. I wanted to wait the rest of the week and see how everything shook out. But, mostly, I remember that I was scared and fearful. Phobos. Some days after I canceled my appointment, I received a phone call telling me that all appointments were canceled going forward. I had no idea and have no idea what that meant. I did little research because I was resigned, at that point, to not going back to that fucking hospital, because, like all of us, I had no idea what was going on. I also thought that stepping into a hospital was about as bad of an idea as bartending. I don't know when they opened physical therapy back up. I do remember that I had scheduled appointments over the phone with my physical therapist and my surgeon. They asked me how I was doing. Eh. And how are my exercises? Eh. They were very polite and always sounded genuinely concerned. But I eventually took my therapy into my own hands because I realized very soon that I, w I wasn't going back. 
I always think about the poor, poor person who had surgery two weeks before the shutdown. Or maybe a week. Day before? Were they doing surgeries a day before? Only a couple weeks before the shutdown, I had an in-person appointment with my surgeon. We barely talked about my shoulder and just talked about COVID the whole time. It was mostly a very positive conversation, no pun intended. But I asked if he was still doing surgeries. He said he had one scheduled for that night. Man, how would you like to be that person? Have those struggles, those worries. That's a little bit of perspective for you. Never take your physical health for granted. This becomes a theme for me and Zach throughout the year. I will forever be grateful for my friends. Most of the time, I try hard to be a good friend. I slip up sometimes, but we all do. I am so happy to know the people I know and have the friends that I have. The Zoom poker nights, late night conversations, the exchanging of information, or just moments of checking in. I have realized the amount I can't precisely quantify that I live a portion of my life for my friends. My last writing, I said that I have changed and I have something to prove to myself during this mess of a year. Hopefully through that change, I was able to be a grateful friend and help the ones I love when I could because they have helped me. For some of my friends, our thoughts on life couldn't be more different. Our backgrounds, politics, philosophy, and emotions couldn't be more opposite. But I love them. Your community matters. Who you surround yourself with matters. Strengthening that community community is just as important as strengthening yourself. No man is an island. Care and community has to flow both ways, of course. And for the most part, it has. Nothing is good when it is solely parasitic, including love. As long as I am talking about friendships and how grateful I am, I would be remiss not to mention that chooch of a co-host. I am lucky to have a very many good friends, best friends. Some of us still get drunk enough to ask who is the very best of all, which I always thought was the dumbest shit in the world. (laughs) Sorry, but that's what 10-year-olds do. I usually say that it's not about who's the best friend or who gets who or who's the most there for us when we need it. But my friends are my friends. My best friends are just an added label to people I love. Most of the time, I couldn't even tell you why I love them. Shared experiences? A soft spot for drunks? Who knows? But if I'm hard-pressed, I will tell you that I think Zach Finch is a great man. And his friendship and company throughout many of the hard spots and points in my life, I am grateful for. He is willing to listen and put up with me when I am ranting and raving about armchair philosophy, four glasses deep into whatever whiskey I'm drinking. Bear in mind, he's, he's usually drinking the same whiskey. He wears his flaws on his sleeve, doesn't apologize for them, but tries to do better when he can. Even when he is in a tough spot, he still finds a way to be a humorous light in the darkest of moments. The humor, usually, is just as dark, or stupid, as the moment, which has always been funny to me. Creating light from dark in a dark moment isn't the analogy or metaphor that we are all used to, 
or used to understanding or can understand. The strength in his size is only outweighed by the strength of his heart. He never comes off as wanting to be superior to anybody, even when he wants to let you know that he's right. For most that know him, when he walks into a room, they are usually, immediately, in a better mood. The room could be dark, sad, and with the weight of a thousand deaths, and Zach could walk in the door and with his presence alone, add some levity to the moment. Let there be light. Most people I know would agree with me. He's a chooch, don't get me wrong. But most of us walk around like our shit don't stink. And he is well aware that his shit does. I am grateful for my family. This might be controversial, but if you don't have family and you are listening to this, try to get yourself some. Make those friends in the family. Have some kids if you have a partner in, in, in life or a significant other in life. Adopt kids. I know I want some. Reach out to aunts and uncles, brothers and sisters, if you are lucky enough to have them. Reach out to that mother or father you haven't talked to in years, if you are lucky enough to have them too. Through much of this year, love has been missing for many. It feels like some people have forgotten what love even is. Last week on the podcast, I told a story about how my sister was living in a podunk town in Washington State. The town's name was Duval. Through her stories over the phone, she explained that two 30-year-olds were in some hospital hooked up to ventilators and that they didn't know if they were going to make it. She said she got the information from a bartender who was or used to be the mayor of a neighboring town. This all sounds ridiculous, I know, but at the time it was new information and it worried the hell out of me. It was the beginning of the pandemic after all. I said I would explain what happened when I ran over to my parents to pass along the news. So here it is. I walked in the door, and after some small talk, I shoot into my concerns for my little sister. Without looking up from his iPad, my father calmly states that she is more fine there than she is here, in one of the biggest cities in the country. He also says, although I can't remember the line exactly, because it made me laugh and furious at the same time, that... Why are we supposed to take as gospel the rumors of a toothless, drunken, small-town mayor bartender? He put particular emphasis on the mayor bartender point. So did Zach last week in our question and answer segment of Chooch Chat. I have never been more angry, concerned, or argumentative in my life after that. And I have never laughed harder. Family. Family can give you hard truths. Solid points and good arguments that as a unit you eventually find a solution to. The right and wrong do not matter. With family, the solution to the problem matters. And with family, you can love them along the way. I am grateful for work, even when I hate it. I had to bartend St. Patty's Day last year before the shutdown. Thinking back on it is a blur. Zach told me he was excited about hearing what this was like, and honestly, it's a blur. There were moments of anger and worry, tons of hand washing, and tons of 21-year-olds trying to buck up and start trouble. 
I refrained from handshaking, except for regulars and good friends. Like that mattered. I wish I could roll my eyes into this microphone. But it was the catalyst for the experiences that I had throughout the rest of the year. The jumping off point. I had started this pandemic off with a bum shoulder that could barely reach the taps without pain, and a crowded bar on St. Patty's Day. I could only go up from here, right? Just to be clear, I love that bar, I love the owners, and I love bartending. But it was a mindfuck of a moment. A few days later, as I remember, Zach and I are offered a job to disinfect the virus for a living. We have our first outing in downtown Chicago. I don't want to explain too much. I would rather not step on the toes of our co-host Zach. But... Thus the beginning of the virus busting and traveling together. It has been a strange year. It has been a horrible year. It has been a heartbreaking year. It has been a wonderful year. It has been a beautiful year. Be good and be safe. And now for our regularly scheduled chooch chat. Regularly scheduled chooch chat. Boy, I messed up. This shot takes a lot out of you. All right, everybody. See you in a moment. Welcome to Chooch Chat, the only podcast that uh, knows its opinions and the real issues do not matter. I'm Zach. And I'm Tony. Ba-dun-gung. And we are asses with issues. I yes. just had to quickly plug my headphones in. Yeah, I started it early. I, uh, I'm ready to... I'm ready to just pass out. I, I as you uh, know, why Tony? Because of that second COVID shot, that Moderna shot. Yeah. I am so tired, man, and I am so beat Moderna, up. Huh? Yeah. I'd like to steer clear from that one. I think they all do it, buddy. It's all about your immune re- reaction. And if oh, the, well, then I'm good. The younger you are, <laughs> no, yeah, well, unless you have a bad immune system, the younger you are, with the better the the better the better your response. So the more antibodies created. So, gotcha. God willing, you'll get just as fucked up as me. <laughs> God willing, yes. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. You right, you right. Uh, you know, all that vitamin D3. I am D3. on the list now. You're, you're, are you really? Sort of, yeah. I mean, I like pre-registered in the state of Virginia. Yeah, good where stuff. Where I am currently. That means the next time we so, go out, we'll just get really effed up and lick each other's faces. I mean, Oh, yeah, we're going to lick a lot of things. Oh, dude. Uh, Yeah, man. Salt and pepper shakers left out there on the table. Absolutely. Hands, pens that we sign receipts with. This uh, vaccine guards against herpes, right? This is a herpes vaccine (laughs) as well? They just coupled COVID and herpes together? Yeah. If if you got the herp, I don't mind. Yeah. Dude, if, if the kiss me, I'm whatever people don't have their fucking grips on kiss me, I'm vaccinated, we got to start printing some shirts right now. Kiss me, kiss me, whatever people. What do you mean? Kiss me, whatever people. Kiss you me, know, I'm... kiss me, I'm Irish. Oh, kiss God. me, I'm Irish. Kiss me, I'm a woman. Kiss God. me, I'm a mother of three and one of my kids plays soccer. This you is know? so stupid. That's so stupid. Kiss me, I'm whatever Irish is so stupid. Is there. Kiss me, I'm Irish. Hey, come what, on. What is that? What yeah, is that? It's my people. What is, <laughs> what, is... <laughs> what does that even mean? What 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 does what, what say? Kiss me, I'm Irish. Yeah, kiss me. I got a nose. No kiss me. I got two eyes. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Kiss me. No I'm idea. shirtless. Fine, I will. Just because you're shirtless. 
I just plain don't. I don't know where it comes from. I claim I'm Irish, but if I don't know where Kiss Me I'm Irish comes from, am I really Irish? I don't know. You know? My favorite is uh, Brian Gartland. His last name. I mean, he's Irish, right? Obviously. I just always like sure. the joke that he's from the land of Gart, and he's from Gartland. And it's like, like <laughs> what is it? Like, yeah, exactly. Irish. I mean, I kind of like it actually. It makes me. I think it's something to be. I mean, it's something fun. It's like I wonder what the Garts so you were wish like. Your name was like Gia Michael Land or something like that. I mean, it kind of is. <laughs> it kind of is when you think about it. Whatever. Oh. Bird. Yeah, man. A cool bird. You wrote, yeah, dude, and that's the other thing. Finches are small bird birds, and none of yeah. you guys are small little birds. If you guys were birds, you guys would be like ostriches or something. We, yeah. <laughs> or fucking, I don't know. We, we would basically all just be foghorn leghorn. Zach Foghorn Leghorn. Oh, man, that's a great bird for your family. That should be your family bird. That should be yeah, the bird. Really that should, should be your on your crest, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's totally what you guys are. Foghorn Leghorn. I say, I say, I say, a chicken hawk. <laughs> now, you, now you listen here, boy. You listen here, oh, boy. That one gets a little. Oh, right, yeah. Now, I say, I say now. I guess you can't say that some of his lines anymore. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to go around saying them, but yeah. Yeah, I say, I say. I say, I say. It's no. totally fine. I'm totally fine. Yeah. I say, I say. No, uh, I ain't no fancy big city lawyer. <laughs> it's just kind of like, yeah, it's true. He's such an idiot. He's such, and yeah. he's he's so gigantic. He was twice the size of any chicken hawk. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the size chicken of a human. More like hawks, I believe. What's that? You know. Chicken hawks look more like hawks, I believe. Right, yeah. right. But he was just a uh, a rooster. Yes. So basically. basically he was bigger than the chicken hawks. Yeah. Why be why even be afraid of that chicken hawk? <laughs> no idea. You eat the chicken hawk, bro. You're the big boy. You're the apex predator in this situation. Yeah. And you talk. I mean, yeah. And you have opposable thumbs. And you got yeah, all these and... human characteristics. And you can kind of fly. So you, you know? know what? You eat the chicken yeah. hawk. The more you say this, Tony, the more I like being a foghorn leghorn. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I like the way you, I like the way you're painting this. It's a good. It's a good family bird. The foghorn nice leghorn. Family crest bird. Yeah. The original Looney Tunes version. Yeah. Right. To be up on the yeah. So now you're not. I'll get, I'll get this done. Your name is now Zach Foghorn. Zachary James Foghorn Leghorn at your service. What does Foghorn <laughs> Leghorn even mean? No idea. Ugh. I bet if we even tried to Google it, all we'd get is pictures of Foghorn Leghorn. Oh, yeah, that's true. Foghorn. A foghorn is on a boat. Okay, great. Okay, all right. <laughs> a leghorn. A leg. So, a leg with a horn on it. Like, what? what type of horn? Uh... A leghorn would be maybe like if you're in a one-man band, you know, and you, you, you toot the horn with, with your, like, under your knee. Oh. You know? Yeah. That could be it. Maybe that's that could it. could be a leghorn. Yeah. So maybe it's like a one-man band on a boat. Oh, a yeah. Leghorn, maybe. Yeah. Oh. Did it. And you finish off you, you finish off your big number with what? The sound of the foghorn on the boat. Burp, burp. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Man, we've learned so much throughout this year. 
Yeah, so <laughs> do you want <laughs> This is good. This is good, especially for this episode. You got each of us, each of us talking in the microphone like we're these like great thinkers. You know, <laughs> well, we're you know we're trying to write seriously about the moment. That's the I, I'm trying to write seriously, but this is true. I mean, you know, we're fucking. It is still true. It's still true, chat. Yeah. This is nice. We learned. <laughs> but I'm not trying. I'm not busting jokes out left and right about you know. I write differently that most of the time, I guess, than I. Then you speak. Then yes, I speak. Absolutely. When I speak, I speak in. Uh, I when I speak, I speak in dumb. And uh, you speak in dumb. When I when I write, I speak. <laughs> right. I suppose I write in uh, a different way than dumb. I wouldn't say smart. Funks. I write in funks. Yeah. Yeah, like a, like a funky. Thanks, smart. Thinks. Funks. Oh, thunks. Funks. Yeah, I don't know. Closer to dump than. Thanks. I started laughing today too because my nose was so nasally, and then I was, and then I was thinking about you, how you were like, you you talk funny <laughs> when you read last week, and and you had all of these, uh, you had all of these uh, uh, questions that were like, uh, yeah, man. First question is, uh, you talk funny when you record. Second question is, uh, yeah, basically you're a pussy because you couldn't move any of that stuff. You know uh, what, man, they don't. They do not get any better. No, this week. third question. Third question was. Um. Uh. Third question was. Uh. Wait a second. Hold on. Was that tip of my tongue? Uh. Oh, I was about ready to be insulted by what you were saying to me, <laughs> calling me uh mountains and molehills. I don't even. I don't even understand it. But I'm ready to fight. And I was. I was trying to come up with like decent questions, like, like uh, every time. Every time you had written something. I thought we were gonna get into like some type of philosophical conversation, but it was mostly just it was mostly just ridiculous. It was like just like now. It was just like yeah, now. Yeah, pretty much. I mean Foghorn Leghorn might as well have come up. <laughs> or some other Looney Tunes. Of course. Of course a fucking Looney Tunes character comes up at the at, at the at, at the first episode that we had we both write something. If it wasn't a Looney Tunes character, honestly I'd be angry. I'd be fucking angry. It could have been much worse than a Looney Tunes character, Tony. Let's face it. Do you know what I was watching right before this? Uh, when I was trying to gather the strength to come and record the podcast, yeah, was the what? movie no, I don't know. was the movie Reception? Wait, no, Inception. Oh, and okay. I realized, speaking of cartoons, that I can't ever watch that movie without laughing because of South Park. South Park has yeah. totally ruined that movie for me. Completely ruined that movie for me, based off of them going inside each other's dreams over and over again. And then the pizza guy coming and, yeah. uh, and the pizza guy going in to deliver the pizzas. In the dream. I love it. That yeah, was so stupid. No, I didn't, I mean, I didn't like the movie to begin with. I, I, it, I, it deserves another shot. I think personally. Yeah. yeah. For the amount of people who like it. It's just cool me, guys doing cool like things. Yeah, exactly. And cool effects. And cool effects. A nice TV. Yeah. There are nice TVs here where I'm staying. So if I'm going to watch it ever, it should be now. Yeah. Yeah, because you're never gonna have a nice TV after this. Nothing but downhill. I yeah, I don't think so. I'm, I'm. It's a slow, steady drop from where I am right yeah. now in my cousin's basement. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> slow descent into the bowels of hell. Slow descent. No parachute. Nope. Just. Just gonna but somehow. I'm. But somehow I'm sailing slowly downward. Yeah. Just gonna fall. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Okay. With a parachute, but there's holes in it, and you're scared, and you impale yourself on a stalactite. But I'm still falling somehow. Now I'm just taking the stalactite with me. Is the stalactite up the up one or the down one? 
think they're the down ones. Stalactite is the down one. Stalagmite. Yeah, I believe so. Is the up is the ones that are growing from the earth? Yes, or the that's bottom of the correct. cave. Yep. It's all the same bullshit, anyways. Just rocks. It is. So, whose do you want to? Whose questions do you want to do first? Uh, mine. mine. I'll, do, I'll do mine first. Thank you very much. Uh, so you want to save the best for last? No. Yeah. yeah also. Will, uh, yeah. Sure. Whatever. We'll listen through the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Whatever, pal. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, pal. <laughs> sure. Sure. Whatever. Whatever. You know what? You know what? I'm already done. I've had enough of this podcast. I'm going to go no. lay down on, in the bed to cry myself to sleep because Aww. of this fucking Moderna shot. Uh, what does it feel like, real quick? For the Dude, uh, past two – wait, so this is my fourth day. First day fourth was day. fine, right? The next day I was, like, feeling sick, runny nose, but I was like, I can, I can, I can get through this. The next day I was, like, shivering uh, in Ugh. bed. Yesterday – so that's the third day is yesterday – was I am just dizzy and brain fogged and uh, and sick. Like I have a fever, but no fever. And then today, fucking like I was hit by a truck. Like fatigue, 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 fatigue. And the dizziness a little bit, but mostly just like I was hit by a fucking truck, man. And, uh, you know, whatever i'm just glad it you know and i've I looked into it everything seems to be fine and normal and but it's just uh yeah the the younger you are and like all of that work that me and you put into like being healthy and taking our vitamins and uh making sure our immune system is up to snuff it's really done nothing but make the shots worse <laughs> I see. because like you know like when i went to the doctors i got i got my blood work it was like perfect almost perfect except for a couple things that of course made me angry but uh, like I'll you just gotta be perfect, I'll yeah. just take some vitamins. Anthony and uh, G. Michael has got it to get his shit perfect. Got to get it perfect. I want it as smooth and as Ace. oblong as Ace every test a boomerang. Um, and uh, yeah. So it's basically just made it. It just uh, it just just it just made it last longer. And basically, I'm gonna have like a shit ton of antibodies running through my system for three years. Um, Ooh, yeah. Or however long this shit lasts, I don't fucking know. And hopefully by that time they come out with just whatever. After this, I'm taking, I, I, I'm just taking the Johnson and Johnson. After this, if if if, if I have to ever have to take it again, I want one, one and done. Left. One and done. I was fine with my percentage I had after the first shot, just fine. Uh, but don't nobody do that. Nobody nobody skip your second shot. That that's a bad <laughs> idea. It does make you more immune. So. So now you can, yeah, like you said, once I got it, we can come, you know, make out. We'll yeah, meet man. Meet up somewhere. Yeah, absolutely right. Out a little bit. Cure, you know, yeah. no herpes for us. Question number one. Oh, shit. Oh, that reminded me of, uh, the way I said that reminded me of, uh, uh, one man, two beers, three questions. Oh, yeah. I, if I had the time, I got to tell you, I would love to bring that back if I had the time. That would yeah. be so fun that would be so fun but this time that was a fun one to do it was this time i would i would uh go back and forth with you doing the co-host duty uh, the hosting duties because it wouldn't be directly all four man called noon anymore it would just be a good little good good little youtube video two men three beers four questions i mean you could still call it one man two beers three questions you're just the only host when you're on i'm behind the camera two two and a half men so two and a half men would be me, my dick, 
and a half oh, of your. I don't know. And <laughs> half of yours. This is a horror movie. I have killed you and chopped your penis up. So wait, is, uh, you're one man. Your penis is one man. Correct. And my half a dick is half a man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, oh, okay. Yes, that's the way I thought of it. But now thinking back on it, in this movie, it would be me, my dick, and you with half a penis. I wouldn't have to kill oh. you, but I would have oh, chopped your dick off. You are in a forced. You are in a forced friendship. A forced friendship with basically somebody who took your manhood from you. Ah, uh, ah, uh, okay. All right. Would you still be my friend if I chopped your dick off? <laughs> it's on a serious question. Serious question. Serious note. Serious question. Uh, Would you still be my friend if I chopped your dick off? You know it, Tony. I, I, I wouldn't even give a care. I'd be like, you know what? He probably did it for the right reason. You know what? I didn't. I wasn't even using that anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that's you cool, man. You saved me a lot of grief, Tony G. That, Michael. That's cool, man. That's all right, bro. Yeah, you saved me a lot of grief, man. I ain't even going to cry anymore, man. Shit, bro. <laughs> Best friends for life, man. Best, Best friends for life, man. Ride BSS. Or yeah, ride or die. Ride or die. Ride or die. Ride or die. Yo, man, you take that shit, you throw that shit away, man. I don't even want to look at that fucking thing, man. That thing, man, that thing, man, caused me so much hurt. Way more hurt than the one shot that you gave it. But that was the first time anybody touched it since the last time I looked at it. Now, even then, I was only fucking taking a piss. Man, fuck that dick. Oh, man. All right, that's, yeah. that's funny stuff. Welcome to Chooch Chat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess that's a wake-up call for everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Serious. Yeah. Most of these, you, most of these serious conversations. Hold on, I'm fixing my. You, if, Sorry, everybody. If, I'm fixing my microphone. If uh. they jumped in at uh, these like quarantine episodes and they got to this, <laughs> they'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, no, this is how it usually goes. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I can't wait to start posting this shit on all the message boards and stuff. Like they're gonna, people yeah. are gonna just tear us apart too. Oh, yeah. I think some people will like it. Will genuine, genuinely sure. like it. But you know, I think there's gonna be like, you know, I think there's gonna be some people who uh, are gonna just be like, "What the fuck is this shit?" and uh, get pissed about it. You know, maybe people from all all sides, all walks of life, get get, get a couple of woke people in there shitting on us. Get a couple uh, racist uh, southies. Shitting on us. Oh, man, they're going to hate us. Why? Yeah. I don't know. They're just really good at hating things. Uh, I know. That's that's kind of the <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind of the thing, though, right? It's kind of like it's yeah. kind of it's always it's always it's always the fucking weirdos. Uh, whatever. But they got real strong beliefs. No, they do. Strong ideals. Real strong ideals, but not enough to take down Foghorn, Leghorn and Hell no. whatever I am. And Tony Land. Luigi. Luigi. Luigi Mario. <laughs> Luigi Mario. That's just because that's we didn't we didn't even bring. I guess I could be Luigi or Mario. That's, a, that's a good cartoon. Maybe even Waluigi. Is there an Italian cartoon? Uh, there was probably a cartoon it's, Super Mario Brothers. There definitely was. I guess that counts because there was a cartoon Super Mario Brothers, but there wasn't like a uh uh. So, uh, like an old time, like because it was that that was a video game number one before it was a cartoon. Like, is yeah, there for sure? Yeah, I guess that's the closest thing there is. Dude, the Super Mario Brothers video games for the Switch are fucking awesome. The ones that are like side scrollers. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Are, it's it's kind of like Mario Three meets Super Mario World, and just updated everything. It's great. Okay, yeah, I'm uh, I I just got finished playing Doom Eternal, just ripping and tearing oh, nice. all day, bro. Ripping and turn, tearing, ripping and tearing. Uh, and and I had the Switch, so I'm trying to I'm trying to see if the DLC packages that came out for PlayStation and Xbox are on the Switch, which are pretty, which everyone's saying are pretty much the sequels to do to Doom Eternal, and then the, the story ends there. So I'm like, well, fuck, mm-hmm. man, I can't not play those. Mm-hmm. The whole mm-hmm. thing is yeah. about that fucking story, man. And, You'll have uh, to. What I like about that game, and for anybody out there that doesn't play Doom Eternal, uh, listen, I get it. I haven't played video games in years, and then I bought a Switch. But uh, in the game, it's not them. It's not you that's scared of them. Every writing you pick up that has to do with the lore and like these like hell books or biblical books that have to do with what's going on in the story of the game, the demons are the ones that are terrified of you. So it's no. so it's like it's just kind of an interesting feeling to get when you're playing the game. It's like, oh, that's yeah. right. Like you're like you're the thing that they're scared of and you're here to kill them and the only reason they're attacking you is because yeah. if they don't, they'll just be killed because they're in hell and they because, they, yeah. they can't look like pussies or so, you know. I love it. I, I thought it was cool, they man. They get killed by you. Yeah. They're thinking, oh, shit, this guy's come to kill me. I better kill him first. Exactly. But, you know, they always end up getting killed because I rip and tear through them, bro. Of course, yeah. What's okay. Like? Well, this is Tony nothing. J. This Michael. has nothing to do with the pandemic. Okay. Um... Okay. So where we were was uh, – go ahead, Tony. We'll find us. Okay. Go ahead. I am going to ask Zach questions on his writing from his journal entries. Now, as you all yes. know, my writings are different because I am writing from memory. And I have a little more liberty, right, Zach? You could say with my writings. Sure. But Zach's yeah, Zach's is the guidepost because Zach, like a like a true stoic, as we have found out, uh, keeps hmm. a uh, a uh, a reference and a reflection of his of his daily life uh, in his in his journals. And um, and he and we were able to go through our memories based off of uh, the, the exact dates. To be honest with you. Which was yeah, pretty much very. I would because I, every time I've written, I like I use that as like um, my my guidepost for for my memory, which is nice to have. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you got laid off, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and you were pissed. I remember driving with you on Lakeshore, and you were we went to your office to go pick up stuff, right? Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Like yeah. right afterwards, I think. And um, just that day, I don't yeah. know, man. That it might have been later. Might have been later. Pissed because I had to go down there, but yeah, yeah. Because I think this this was the week. This was that Monday, the fifteenth, where everything shut down and no one was seeing anybody. Yeah, and I remember later on in this <clears throat> series of journal entries was right before I come to work for you and your dad. Yeah, and you like that same day you dropped off that pie, you dropped off that lasagna. And like you left it on the porch and then got got out. You didn't, you know, stay to say hi or anything. You were like, "All right, hey, here's the lasagna. Bye." Well, like I, you were, a, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to, uh, you know, I still don't want to put anybody in it. Like, like we keep saying, um, I genuinely mean, like, just because I have, I'm a little more. What's a good phrase for it? We're a little more fast and loose with some of you our decisions, yeah, than some other people that we know. Yes. Which is, I, but like, I don't want to put anybody in a position where they feel like they're going to be nervous for the next week or like, 
like right. you know and i don't want to you know it's i i i'm mean, fuck I, like listen i get it i totally get it yeah and uh so i don't i don't want to and plus you know when i was doing all of that i was always i always had more food in the car and i had to go drop more shit off so yeah that's true then you had to get to the next place but that's why i don't think you were driving me down to the office just yet yeah you might be right Oh wow, man, it is strange. I remember being in the car with you, though, right? Do you remember being in the car with me and you just being fucking like you were like letting them have it, but to me, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, it might have been the time that you picked me up, or was this just you know that this was after I got laid off? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, but yeah, it is weird. I, w- I was mad. I was mad, but it w- I wasn't even really mad at them. I wanted them to do it. That's the thing. I was just about to bring that up. Like, yeah, yeah, you did not want that job. And it no, was a was point. It. It, dude, it was a point of, if I may be so bold, it was a point of, uh, you know, contention with your, I think your previous relationship where you were yes. like not happy with your job, but you, but still sort of refusing to move on, even though yes. you knew you had to, it's not like you were fucking being like, no, I'm not leaving. No, you were just like, ah, you know, not yet kind of a thing. It's going to happen. I I know it needs right. to happen, but. It, it's right. but it just it's not making me happy. But I just gotta wait it out for a little bit. So when you, when you got laid off, it was kind of a, it was a good thing, correct? Yeah, it turns out in hindsight, of course, I was probably cursing them in your car because it seemed like the most inopportune uh, time moment. to get laid off. Yeah, moment to be laid off. Yeah, because everyone was getting laid off. Oh, it was scary, man. You know, and and, and, and no, that, and there weren't going to be any jobs. Nobody had been know? on. Not a lot of our friends have ever been been on. Uh, for any real length of time, unemployment. We didn't yeah. know how how much that was going to be paying out. Right. Um, so it, yeah, it was yeah it was well yeah that was that was a little fucked so, up. So I'm sure I was scared. Oh, so what? Uh, and I'm sure I was angry. Yeah. Because why are you angry? Because you're scared. Really, oh, most for sure, time. absolutely, 100. percent Um, yeah, 100. percent That's very true. That's been coming up a lot in some of the posts that we've been seeing, uh, sharing back yeah. and forth. Um, the uh. Yeah, it it ended up being a good thing, I mean, but not having that paycheck is 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 a motherfucker. But uh, I, you yeah. know, it turns out that it was actually the most opportunistic time to get laid off because yeah, uh, because of the unemployment situation, the stimulus and everything. Yeah, I mean, you know, who knows what that's going to look like in the future? But for me as an individual, it you know, yeah, I if I was going to stay home anyway. You know, I might as well have all of the free time to put to, you know, to put myself to what use I could have been for, you know, myriad reasons, either to myself or to other people. You know, it, Isn't it funny that there has been, I, I think we've talked about this before in the podcast, but there has been change in my life that has been forced upon me. And, even, mm-hmm. and though it has made me angry or sad or put me in a bad spot for a moment, it almost always turned out to be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Almost always turned out to be a good yeah. thing. I would say rarely, rarely has it turned out to be just just bad, like inc- including yeah. huge things like my divorce or or whatever. You know, I mean, yeah. I can mean except for like maybe death of a family member. You know, but you know, even then, yeah. it is a forced change. Most of the time, you are forced to grow because of that situation. There is yeah. some good that has come come from it. Hopefully, yeah, uh, hopefully, right. Not obviously yeah. not all the time with that that one specific uh, example, but um, well, I mean, 
There is though, because you have to look for you have to look the positive for changes. Yes, you, there's always a positive change. You have to do the work. You right. can't just you can't yeah. You, there's there therein lies the the the, the crux or the uh, or the issue, right. right? You have to do the work when you're in the when you when you're in those bad moments to find the, the that growth that personal growth. Yeah. You actually have to get up and do something about it. You, you can't just. Even though we're all guilty of this, especially me, uh, of wallowing, I right. know, I know, I am. Uh, you know, you can't, yeah. uh, you can't, or it's just giving up, or it's just giving in. Period, man. It's, it's, yeah. or, and then, and you know, obviously, we know what that looks like. We have those examples, so yeah. we all, we all so, do. Everybody does. Everybody listening to this does. Yeah. <clears throat> And so being unemployed was, uh, you know, at first very scary and first very, very angering to the point where, yeah, I wanted to leave. Basically, I wanted to leave Chicago. Yes. Yeah. Um, Just, you know, leave the home behind. I just signed that lease. If you listen to the other episodes of this. Right uh, before the pandemic, Zach had just signed a lease. Right before the pandemic, I just signed a lease for my apartment and so that was floating around in there i still wasn't over my ex-girlfriend i still had a yep. budding unbeknownst to me budding relationship with Another a young woman. lady yeah and uh you know i yeah. was like uh, your your father helped me yeah. weigh the options think it over and take it take a deep breath you know take my time you were threatening to move all the time back then like at least two three maybe three times like there was the pre pandemic during the job and then a couple times maybe like during the rest of the year but i think i think you realize through conversations always with different people maybe or my father that it wasn't the right yeah. moment like you had to you, like the moment had to be up to you like not yeah. not up to the moment is i think what it was it, it boiled down to or else you would have regrets it would feel like running away instead of yes. running towards something um yes i think you left at the perfect time i mean i think you've had your exp- i mean how, how do you feel yeah i'm feeling so far so good uh, uh there are things that are just falling into place for me now that i don't think would have then um uh while since i've been here on the other side of it which is where i was planning on leaving for at the beginning of the pandemic i ended up coming here anyway right uh, just to see right um so I think, yeah, I think everything worked out really well. I had a lot of opportunities to make money, to help people, and to, you know, right, uh, have some fun, too. Have some fun amidst it all, because, right. like I said, there's positive, positives that happen. You got, you just got to look for them. So I, I had, a, for all intents and purposes, a pretty decent year. Yeah. Uh, during a lot of people's just shit-ass fuck year. Yeah, and that's you know? why I said at the end of, the, at the end of my writing, I said it was a or something something along the lines of it was a it was a horrible year it was a tragic year or whatever you know but but you know mm-hmm. it was also a wonderful year it was also a beautiful yeah. year because yeah I had to look for that I, I couldn't yeah I I had to look for that I remember getting into a conversation with one of my friends or one of our friends where I I was losing another one of my jobs <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and I was uh. And maybe you'll understand this. I, I was, you maybe you'll understand this because you knew where I was at that point. Like I was like fucking, I was redlining it. Like I was redlining it like mentally and inspirationally. I was, I was looking for inspiration everywhere just so I could stay at this level 
where I was right. fucking tearing my path. Like, yeah. like, like I was yeah. making my path, you know? And, uh, where he was a little upset with me. Cause I was like, I think I'm losing my job in two weeks. He's like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I think I'm going to apply, I don't know, apply somewhere, grocery store or someplace just for until, yeah. until work picks back up again. And he didn't shoot me out, but he was like, man, you're like, blah, 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 this and that, going on unemployment, this and that, blah, 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 this and that. And I was really like, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah, you know what, you're right, you're right, you're right. And I remember hanging up with him thinking like, well, you know, number one, I love you. Number two, I'm going to go apply for a grocery store thing. Just because right. I yeah. couldn't at that moment do that. Um, I couldn't at that moment, uh, even though it was probably the smarter decision to go on unemployment, to be honest with you, uh, I, I couldn't at that moment do that or else I would be letting myself down, I guess. Fucking what a weird mm-hmm. year. So there was, but there was always, but I liked that about where I was. I liked, it was consistent, no quit. And there's, you know, yeah, like, and it was, it was like, it was like breathing that no quit. And it felt good. And I liked going on car rides with you and talking with you about it. And it felt really good. And it felt really good that everything I was saying was matching up with what I was doing. And, uh, yeah. And dude, that's one of the reasons why it was a fucking beautiful year. And even yeah. though that was fucking scary, it was there was there was beauty in that for me at least. So for sure, I don't know for uh, sure. So uh, your lady that you had been dating gave you keys to her apartment when she moved away. Yeah, to her family during the pandemic. Yes, I remember thinking number one, the first thing I was I thought was wow, that's really nice. Good for Zach to have that. Number two is, she is so fucking lucky that you aren't somebody else. That yeah. you are, that you are, you know what, that you are exactly who you say you are. And that you yeah. aren't a complete sociopath. Yep. Like, fuck, like, it all oh, yeah. could have been a facade. You could have been oh, some fake, I know. manipulative, gross like all her yeah. stuff would have been sold, sold when she oh, came yeah. back home. Yeah, big time. And because so for, pe- for people who don't know, though, for people who don't know, what Tony is referring to really is that the woman gave me, I think I refer to her as M.A. Yeah. in my stories, um, gave me the keys to her uh, apartment as she was leaving town for the start of the pandemic to go with her parents. And we'd only seen each other three times, maybe. Yeah. Three or four. Like... But it was we, like it was a deep you know, love, brand new. It was it was yeah, it was a it was a hail mary on her. It was I'm like I said, and you know at, at the time it was a huge it was a huge thing for me. You're right, it was such a lovely nice thing to have fallen into my lap, so to speak. Right. Um, but it was also like a, the big point of discussion was like, is she nuts? Yes. Who would do that? And that's why until I met her, I was like, this girl's gotta be crazy. All she, but she's got she's nice, but she's gotta be crazy. And then I met her. And then I was like, yeah. oh, man, I get it. She's the sweetest thing in the world. She's also sweet. I think she's also, yeah, a little trusting. A little trusting. I like to think that I, I, think, I like to think that I give off. I like, she's a judge of character. And yeah, maybe, yeah. Like, you know. But she, is, she, she isn't she is crazy. Well, she's as crazy as, like, any one of us. You know, but, like. She's a, yeah, she's a little yeah, crazy. Yeah. But not like, no, but, yeah, she was, she's, she's, she's actually crazy. a very, I, I really, I really like her. She, I, I really, I really have respect for her. But yeah, I remember thinking well, at that moment, man, that was fucking nuts. I remember th- yeah. just being like, "Wow, dude, fucking wow!" Uh, yeah, because really, she was like, you know, here just in ca- just in case, watch my place, you know. Yeah, and if you need it, go right ahead, stay, you know, stay yeah. the night, right? 
which also, was also this go- this goes into into how like I was feeling when I first got laid off was she offered to pay for my Uber over there because <laughs> I was like I just got laid off I don't know if I can spend any money that also gives you a glimpse into how I lived my life pre unemployed was yeah. like I didn't I didn't have the confidence enough to spend twenty bucks on an Uber oh. to go to her place but yeah. also the health stuff was yeah. there too already you know? yeah well the pandemic and stuff you know mm-hmm. yeah that yeah. that health stuff you mean yes that health that health stuff yeah I was like, the, I was the, like the other stuff the other stuff was great yeah but <laughs> I was like I was like are you dying are you, like are you, were you dying at one point I was like what no, health but stuff? it was like should I go should I go over and have sex with this lady. Oh, yeah. right, totally. Well, the pandemic's breaking out, but also it turned out to be a great do, thing. Do anyway. dicks get COVID? I don't even get it, man. Yeah, what the fuck is this? It can't pass that way. No, it can't. Right, it can't right. go that way. Um, I don't know. Maybe it could have. I remember there was an article I read where yeah, of course. they were uh, doing a test on, a, on the sperm of a cadaver, and there was COVID in the semen. And I remember thinking, why do we, why do we need to know this? <laughs> I remember thinking, why do we need to know this? There's so many articles about this, and it's like now COVID's in semen. And I was like, well, okay, well, what is that? I'm pretty sure it... somebody's spit's gonna get me before they're semen. Yeah, I was like, does, it, does, does this change anything? I remember, like, this because it scared me for a little bit, and I was like, why would this scare me? It's like, you know, they're just trying to sell little dick-sized masks. Yeah, sure, right. Yeah, it's so Always cute. have a mask on your. So dick. cute. My condom is a mask. It's so cute. So when it coughs, it coughs into its mask. Into the mask. Right. The mask saves it. That's not semen. That's uh, particulates and particles from its cough. Part- particulates. Um, <laughs> uh, what was the other thing here? Deciding to run or stay. We already covered that. We covered all of that. Just uh, that was a question I had. Yeah. 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 They, but you went right into it. That's great. So great. Yeah, you're a fucking genius writing my questions. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, you you're a genius for writing the questions like that. But to touch totally on the, fucking totally to run or stay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, your dad had a lot to do with it, but I did. I, I like to weigh my. I like to talk to everybody. You do. When I'm doing stuff like that, like I, I want to run. I, wanna, I like taking surveys. You know, taking polls. I what hate. Would you do? Should, would you run or would you stay? I hate giving advice on serious situations. Because it's for a lot of reasons. Like, I'll give that advice. But the thing is, I'm always worried. And I shouldn't be worried about this with you. But I'm always worried that they're going to... Um, it's going to suck. And, and, my, cause, and my, what I say to them is going to end up being the wrong choice. Or they're going to feel like it's the wrong choice. Even though there is no great option in most of these situations. And I, they're yep. gonna be like, "You told me to do it," and I was like, "Yeah, man, but it's fucking, it's up to you, you know." Because I like, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. people have you know gotten on me about that before, and, and like it, it stuck with me, so I usually don't want to even give advice anymore. Um, yeah. But I never should have been that way with you. It's, I should have just given you the just always, advice. Just always preface it with that. Yeah, like, listen, this is what I would do. You should ask. Like I, I do that to people. Ask a lot of people. Yeah. Ask your mom. Sure. Ask your sibling. You know. You know don't blame it on me if I it goes do. wrong. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Because exactly. I, because I, I'll give the advice, but I always end up going, I don't know, but I don't know, I don't know. That's just me, but I don't know, I don't know. At the, yeah, at the <laughs> end of the day, you're making your own decision. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, I could give a shit. Why did I write down I could give a shit about? No, I could give a shit about. You said something where I said I, I could give a shit about. What did you say where you said I could give a shit? Dude, I don't remember. You listened. I can pull it up. I can pull up the old script. That was just like a note. Yeah, pull up the pull up the script. Uh, 
four times as many ladies. What the fuck am I writing here? And my, I'm like a fucking. Dude, I, you're high on this vaccine, man. Dude, I, I kind of am, man. Like, I think I was just listening and I wrote down four times as many, and then I just wrote ladies next to it like I was a fucking creep. I want to get four as times as many ladies. Four times as many ladies. I could give a shit. Where you said I could give a shit. Or I could give a shit about. Let's see. Uh, I mean, I'm not seeing anything, man. It might be high up. Jimmy, pull that up. <laughs> Jimmy, yeah. <laughs> this podcast is just, this podcast just like just like Joe Rogan experience, just like Joe Rogan experience. Same exact uh, shit. I don't know. Is it about? Is it about our first job in Chicago? I don't know. Is I could give about, a shit. Uh... Oh, when Dave said I could give a shit about you. Uh, I love that moment. That shit cracked me up, man. That shit cracked me the fuck up. Um, And he he used that line again later on in the year. It's definitely, it's for real, like, I I could be a little bit off with his, uh, the word, word choice that he made. Yeah. But I think I'd hit the nail on the head with the delivery. Oh, yeah, it was pretty good. He just straight up. Looked at me in the corner of the room was like, that's Zach. <laughs> I mean, you laughed a little bit. I remember you laughing. Oh, yeah. No, I, I played that up like I was really offended. I, I thought it was funny. Yeah. Even though it was tense, man. That was tense. And this fucking A. To... It was tense for everybody. We were all uh, rolling what... up in there like we were the fucking Ghostbusters. Like, dude, well, it was yeah, like... It's... But, the, that, but that first time, though, it was like rolling up as a Ghostbuster, but you didn't know if the Ghostbusting machines were going to work. That was the first, you know like, the I mean? first time they did it. Yeah, exactly. Like, especially yeah. getting in the really, elevator. Um, yeah. Going we we each have an unlicensed like... nuclear nu- nuclear accelerator on my back. Well, exactly. well whatever. We Too have... late now. Switch we me on. We have these guns that sprayed. <laughs> yes. Yes. Know, yes, that, man. Like, sprayed this electrostatic juice that like got on all the electronics but didn't short it or tables anything. tables and yeah. And, and uh, sprayed all over everything. All over, all over fucking everything. And um, uh, yeah. The, yeah. We should I mean we should explain that in more in depth in our writings the actual So what, what one of the things I did want to ask you one of the things I was either going to ask you before or after this was do you want to cuz that's it I wrote about that's what I wrote about that first job in my journal I could write something kind of your style about it yes about, because I you remember should. I remember a lot because you, I remember like That's what I was hoping you would do. This is what this is what I would like to see from you going forward. And what you're already doing is, uh, and uh, listen here, kid, uh, you are uh, already doing it. Like you're adding more to the journal entries, which I think is a good thing. I think you should just go full throttle adding more to it. Just add the story. Yeah. Like the journal is there as the guidepost. Put your moments throughout it in there. But like I think next week, man, you should, you should, because I, the way I finished mine was I didn't want to touch it because I knew you would have something good on it. And you did, I but but you but you didn't. I think you should touch on that moment next week. Like we should, okay. that should be next week. Is you writing two pages on that moment? Okay, because <laughs> like, you realize you realize that our trip to Davenport, Iowa, is more or less the next thing that's in my journal after the after what I read today. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, that's totally cool. So Davin, so next Davenport's week, our big first trip. And honestly, ne- and honestly, that'll be good for me because next week uh, I'm going to be crushed because of, of my workload at work. Uh, so if if you would I and and I think it's important that people get a feel of what that was like for you, to what that was like for you, and I I left it for you because I was excited to hear it. So um, 
don't you pin more work on me and pretend. Just kidding. No, I did. Uh, I mean, I, or I could have. I, I want, every, I I want everyone to know too, real quick. I could I could have written about it. You know, I mean, it's fucking. You know, I mean, I could have took that from you and flowed with it. Okay, what did I mean by uh, four times as many ladies? Why did I write that note? Um, let's see. That makes no sense. Four times as many. Big old hunk of lasagna. What a guy that Tony G. Michael is. He really is. Um, that's a literal thing that I just fucking wrote in my journal, you know? Yeah. See, man. that's how I feel about you, Tony. Dude, that's great. There's little things like that. You're just such a, you know, what a guy. Yeah, man. I wrote, I wrote, um, I wrote good things about you too. You I, did? I basically, I, 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 I basically had <laughs> your cock in my mouth the entire time. <laughs> I will be no. this if I didn't All bring right. up Zach Prince right. and right. how good of a guy he is. Since, uh, since you went ahead and brought it up, I'll go ahead and read one of my questions to you. How did it feel to read that stroke job after you read it, <laughs> after you wrote it? You know, I, I honestly woke up sober after, because the way I write these for the audience is I, uh, I pour myself a glass of whiskey and I keep pouring it until I'm done writing. And I keep drinking it, and I just keep pouring whiskey until I'm done writing, which is so fun. And I'm like, I can't. I like look forward to writing now that I know that I can fucking drink and write. This is fucking amazing. Yeah, you know. And then you go back and edit it, edit the weird shit that comes out when you're drunk. Right, and that (laughs) that I barely, I rarely edit it. I rarely, barely, not rarely, or rarely. What word am I looking for? Oh, it's COVID. Um, didn't edit much. Looking for a word, <laughs> I can't think of the word. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't edit that that much, and I thought about it, especially the "let me be light, let there be light" part at the end. But yes, the but the, the analogy was, I was like, I think people will, will get the analogy. Like he's an asshole, and I'm actually trying to be sincere in this moment and tell him he's a good guy. Let him know because you better, because one day we're all going to die. So uh, it was, it was a good moment to do it. Yeah. <sighs> Thanks. And the dick tastes we'll, good, we'll, we'll so prob- you know what? We'll probably, Fuck you. We'll probably touch more on that. I can't find the four more girls thing. All right, whatever. I don't know. Four times as many as I think I just wrote. Oh, here it's four times as many bodies is what it says. What does that mean? So the night before last, I w- I worked a couple hours, then went to crash at the empty MA's apartment in the Ukrainian village instead of at my own place, which contained oh, four. Oh, I wrote down bodies. bodies, but the handwriting is so bad that it looked like ladies. Uh, yeah, uh, dude, that shit's, I would, uh, the beginning of the pandemic, living with that many people, fuck it, I didn't even do it, it's torture, that would have been torture to me, so, uh, I just wanted your thoughts on that really quickly. Sure, uh, it was definitely interesting, and it will probably get brought up a few more times, because it was a three-bedroom apartment, a large one, uh, for, for Chicago's standards. Uh, there, there is a lot of room in that apartment, uh, which is almost officially out of our hands. Uh, yeah, ours is in our VCU family yeah. hands. Yeah, it's a good thing. Um, it's a good thing. I agree, but uh, yeah, for a, an apartment that should only house—I'll repeat—house three people, there were five, including myself. Ugh. So, um, you know, and at one that of point, them was there was COVID everywhere. Yeah, exactly. There was COVID in there was COVID in people's eyes, man. Right, and you know, certain people had to stay there for various reasons. 
Yeah. Uh, aside from the three people whose like name were on the lease. Yeah. The brand new lease. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, we, we fit them where we could. One of them was the significant other of a person who who lived there, and the other one just needed needed it. So yeah, you know, you make sacrifices. You do what you can. I've got a very lovely drawing. Thanks, thanking me for letting one person stay there. That's true. Was it of you me? Know? It is of you. That's right. It was. Yeah, it's a, it, and you got no shirt on. Yeah, and it's uh, <laughs> it's got like a nipple ring anyway. in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's wild. We'll 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 post it. Yeah. Um, uh, it already has been. So I have another question. You went out to play frisbee with with, your with friends. my roommates. What what with was the, the what was the date on that? The roommates. Yeah, but um, oh, with the roommates. That was. It would have been March twenty fifth. Okay, so early, early, like beginning. We're, we're ten days in. We're ten, we're days, ten in. days in to the quarantine. The shelter in place. Nobody move. Uh, I totally get them. I mean, I do. I wouldn't have cared, but there were moments where people were outside. Like I was saying, watching all those fat people work out was pissing me off. Because like, Dude. like that was because that's just the crowded Lakeshore path, and all these people that have never worked out before in their entire lives are are deciding now yeah. is the time. Like uh, I don't it was know. more crowded with like zombie-like people, just kind of the Lakeshore Trail and the the park there. I used to bike that trail to work. It was my mode of transportation from right. my house to downtown every morning, every evening. In the summers, obviously, right. a lot of the area is slammed and that kind of stuff. Right. Otherwise, pretty sparse. Right. Those first ten days. Even though it was freezing outside, yeah. people just didn't know what to fucking do. So they just just went outside. Migrated. Yeah, people just didn't know. People didn't know. Didn't had no clue what to do. And and yeah. I was and I hey listen I get that too. But I was at the time it was like hey you know we we didn't know how it was transmitted like transmitted. Yeah. It was like you're supposed yeah. to like not be around people and we like you guys are just all up in people's shit on those fucking lakeshore paths and yeah, and yeah. and in like we're I'm, I'm trying to get to work to literally d- disinfect the virus and I'm getting caught up by like gaggles yeah. of people like mm-hmm. crossfitting in the street yeah. <laughs> it's like day yeah. one i'm like what's going yeah. on man like what is going the gym's on closed i gotta do something like what is, what is going on um <laughs> yeah so who gave you who gave you guys shit though i'm not gonna say just like you didn't say who was on i know i know i had to ask though because it's just so interesting i know i know i know you can't say but it's just so uh but it's like, but like you just said, we all had moments of that. Yeah, we, we did. all had moments of like, no, you can't do that. What are you thinking? Yeah, and totally. then in hindsight, when you take a step back and look at it, this is my molehill mountain treatment right yeah. here, Tony. Yeah, is you take a step back and you're like, oh, four people left their apartment, yes. stayed in a group in the middle of a field and threw a frisbee. Right, exactly. They live together. They're in the same bubble. Yes, it didn't fucking. It matter didn't fucking to- matter sense oh and man I, and i knew it then i knew it then but i sat there and took it and then immediately was just like all right well oh you know was it me was i was i the one giving feel. you shit no i was like i'm trying to think like who else would have been whatever we'll talk about it later all right ask me ask me your stupid fucking questions <laughs> oh are we, is it my turn yeah that's pretty much okay, it okay so where tony left off um let's see uh Oh, so have you been drinking whiskey? So you recorded this since you had the vaccine. Have you been drinking whiskey while sick from the from the vaccination? Oh no! So uh, I meant to mention that at, at the top of this, uh, but I forgot. I uh, was drinking Pedialyte in a glass, and I lied to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> 
because we already had this whiskey thing going, and like, and like, should I like say a drink of the PDLA? Like, and then I was, and, but then I was like, I already recorded opening the bottle, and they just tell them it's PDLA. And we had this whole shtick going, or uh, and like and last week, I I drank whiskey last week. Hell, I drank yeah, whiskey I during, bet. you know. So, uh, so I was kind of like, I was kind of like, what should I tell her? Does it matter? Uh, fuck it, whatever. I'll just mention it afterwards. Uh, Dude, so, so I just pour, I poured Pedialyte into a rocks glass with a giant ice cube, and that's what that's what that's what I drink. That's excellent. I mean, that's really that's the only other drink that is appropriate for this podcast because a <laughs> you basically have COVID right now. You basically have the right, you know, yeah, yeah, the yeah. virus that is this pandemic, and that's all that we're really talking about. So right, it's so dumb. If, it's so so dumb. does does it help Pedialyte? Uh, dude, I tell you what, it helped yesterday, and I don't know. Uh-oh. Sure. Whatever, it's keeping me hydrated with some zinc and shit. And... True. I don't know, man. All right, well, first real question. Explain Phobos. Oh, Phobos. I, you've explained it to me before. I vague, I have a vague knowledge of it. but uh... So I was reading uh, Gates of Fire, which is, based off, which is based off the Battle of Thermopylae. And the Spartans and the many other city-states who were involved, there wasn't just three, 300 people at the Gates of Thermopylae. At the hot gates, as they called them, because there were hot springs there in the Battle of Thermopylae. Mm. And, uh, in fact, when they got there, they had to, like, kick people away, kick people out of it who, who weren't a part of the war. They were just there, like, bathing in the hot springs because they had healing properties. Um, but uh, the uh, if you've ever seen that, that movie 300 with those great visual effects and, like, the great colors and all those ripped dudes... It's yep. nothing like that. That movie sucks. I hated that movie when it came out. Like, I don't understand why they would take one of the, what I feel like is one of the greatest moments in human history, even though it's surrounded by death. But it's, uh, it was one of the greatest historical moments in human history that we have a, a lot of information on and fairly accurate information on. Um and I don't know why they would take that and then make that movie, make a comic book movie out of it. <laughs> I was just like, you had the fucking, the real thing. Just tell the story, man. Tell, tell, tell a real version of the story. Don't it's tell basically the magic comic book. meets 300. Or Dude, meets, yeah. yeah. What'd you call it? Magic? Magic Mike. It's Ma- like magic yeah. Mike meets yeah, that too. battle. Yeah, it, it was just, uh, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, visually it's stunning like all Zach, uh, Zack Snyder's movies are. And the comic book is pretty good, to be honest with you, because it's a fucking comic book. But if you're gonna make yeah. a movie out of it, make it make make a movie out of the moment. So mm. the and in one of the books I read on that, so I took I took a class on pre-human history. Wait, he, right, pre-European history, and then history, and then ancient history. Whatever, I don't fucking know what I did, but I, that was one of the moments that came up. We had like a whole fucking three or four weeks on that. Because it was such a crazy fucking moment in, in history, and I reread a book called Gates of Fire during the pandemic, and because uh, I knew it had moments in it of uh, you know mass tragedy and and uh, and but but inspiration and people surviving and fighting and and the and the camaraderie that people built uh, throughout that that war um, was interesting to me, so I, I reread it. But as they were going along throughout the rest of Greece, and they were trying to uh, build ally ships with the rest of the of the, of the city states, uh, they were getting a lot of uh, flack from every, everybody, and they would have to go to war to get city states on theirs and Athens side, so that they would have enough people to fight the Persians. 
uh, what they would call what they what they realized was when they would send people out to uh, gain allies is that the Persians were there because first because fear was there first and they had a name for the fear and the fear was called Phobos because that was the Greek that was the Greek term for fear and uh, Greek okay yeah and so they so anytime anytime there was any type of there was a lack of courage from anyone mm. or a group of people they would say phobos it means that like a virus it was there you would know? they would they point at those people and go phobos no phobos no. <laughs> it would just be like phobos <laughs> they would just be like phobos it's phobos yeah. like they're here they're already here like a virus ah. it's the, it, it's already there Fe- you know ah, cuz okay. fear is like a virus you know yeah and it's uh it in in you know it, in this point where there really is a virus and there really is something to be fearful of. But there was a reminder that I had like at times I was willing to give up uh, just based off the fear alone, not based off of anything else. So I, every time I see fear within myself, it's one of those words I have, right? You know, like last week I had chatter. Like one of the words I have when I try to see fear in myself now, I just say Phobos. Or if I if I do see fear in myself, before I even know anything, I just say Phobos. And it's right. not like it goes away, but at least I know what's happening. Is yeah, I'm, listen for lack of a better word, I'm being a fucking coward. Like you said, and it like anger, anger usually is just fear. Yeah. Um, and it's fear of the unknown. So yeah, which goes in the kind of my next. I guess more of a point than a question, but you mentioned carrying the load and that's what you're doing at times is you're recognizing that somebody perhaps is more afraid, i.e. me when right. thinking of fleeing the city right? Uh, with not the correct head on my shoulders. You're carrying my load for a little while. You're, you're, uh, you're carrying my load. Uh, my, my, you're, you're being courageous when I don't really have the capacity to be. You're supposed uh, to be. That's what you're supposed to do to do for right. your friends. I mean, then right. I failed that. I failed many times at doing that with a many, many friends throughout this pandemic because right. I am working on being better at responding to people's anger in, yeah. a, in, a, in a wiser way. And a lot of people don't want to hear some of the things I have to say sometimes. Or yeah. a lot of people throw a lot of language at me where, you know, they try to belittle what I'm trying to say, which it infuriates me because I think I have some experience in some, in some areas that they don't. And I, and realize it's like literally in those moments, I'm like, okay, you, you've got, you've got the Phobos bro. But I, I, I am bad at, if you're not responding in a way where I, where I think you should, how you should be responding when I am trying to be good to you. Mm-hmm. I'll blow up because you're already blowing up at me. I need to have way more patience. And uh, it's another, it's just another reason why it was a beautiful year. I know that now. And um, yeah. so it's, it was important for, for me to learn that lesson. But I don't, a lot of people were carrying my load a lot of times. And that was one moment when they probably were. So who knows? Somebody was, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, you mentioned, you mentioned your wife. Yeah, uh, and your family as well. But uh, I don't know if this helps. I don't know if it's actually a thing that works. I don't know if it's uh, uh, how how they say toxic or anything like that. But you mentioned people who I don't know the specific examples, so I'm not. I can't call them out from your 
story, but you mentioned people who have it worse than you, and you give specific examples as to how they have it worse than you. I find, at least me personally, not in a sort of belittling way or right. a sarcastic way, I find that it is actually helpful for me to think of people who are less fortunate. Yeah. And basically helps me be more grateful, I think. Well, maybe not even in less fortunate, but are in a caught in a harder situation. It, than it, you. Right. Exactly. So at, at that given time, you know, and that was a fucking that whole beginning week, 10 days. Yeah. was a fucking exercise in that. Dude, I'll fucking a it helped people dude. trying to like one up everybody. And then also realizing like, listen, nobody gets to one up anybody. Really? That helps right me now. so much is reflecting yeah. on people having having that perspective and reflecting on people that have it worse than you right now. And when you, most of the time, when you, re, like, I'm not saying it doesn't belittle your own struggles, you know, never do that. Yeah. But most of the time, when I'm in a bad spot and I'm like, I just want to scream and punch the fucking mm-hmm. wall, like, I'm still in a better spot than most people. <laughs> most yeah, of the, right. once you, and, and you think of people that are in a worse spot than you, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and you think of people, you just, even just make up a story in your head. It's like, oh, there's yeah. people, there's people like that. Oh yeah, there's people who are dying of cancer that, right that now. With, you know, there's I did people that with who like addicks and stuff. Right. Oh yeah, there's there are, pe- there are people who need AA or NA right now. Right. Oh yeah, addicts, there are you know? people. There are people who literally have to walk ten miles to freshwater and ten miles back. Yeah. Like yeah. there, you know, there are people like there are people throughout all of history who have survived worse than this moment than uh, yeah. losing your job or going into yeah. debt three or four times throughout the year, like I have and. Yep. But like they're like way worse, way, 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 way worse. So I, sometimes I feel like, yeah, the weight should weigh heavy on your shoulders yeah, so that you can accomplish and finish some of this stuff, but right. not so much that it totally tears you down and you, and you forget who you are, where you come from, how hard the situation actually is. And the fact that, right. yeah, you probably have gotten past similar moments than this. It's just, it's just in a fucking pandemic. The, uh, before you know, dude, yeah. dude, it's people are dying of cancer right now. They're, like I said, it was a bad year, but it wasn't that bad of a year. And yeah. I had shoulder surgery two months prior. People were two and a half months prior, whatever it was. I don't remember. December second, I had I had shoulder surgery. Mm-hmm. I was back to work for like probably a month, month and a half, two months, too uh, early. Uh, Something like that. Been, yeah, month and a half. Yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, I, uh, Two months. but dude, the, the guy or gal or however you want to be phrased as who had, who they. a, they, those, those people the who, person. the person, right. Uh, who, uh, had surgery the, the day before, man, I, I said yeah. in my writing that it was two weeks, like two weeks prior that I had a meeting with my uh, surgeon. Dude, I don't yeah. think so. I said that cause I couldn't remember. I didn't want to. I wanted to be honest as, as I could, but I think it was that yeah. week. I think it was the week of the shutdown. I had a fucking, I had a fucking yeah. uh, meeting with my surgeon and he was like, right. I got, I got one today. And I was like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. It's like, if I was the person who, 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 who <laughs> I don't know if it was an elected yeah. surgery. I mean, I get, I get it. If you really busted your shit bad, you tore your ACL, right. MCL fucking everything yeah. up and you got to get this done. I was like, yeah, fucking get that shit done. Right. But if it was an elective like mine, I'd be like, Fuck that shit, man. Because yeah. they did. They closed down all the physical therapy. and I would, Yeah, that's true. They closed that shit fucking down. And I was working at that one job where I would go visit you with sandwiches. I'm gonna, This is going to be in the writing. It was still closed sure, down. Well. It was still closed down, man. Um, yeah. So I don't fucking know, man. Like, 
if the, and I and I know this, the day after I had that shoulder surgery, I was fucked up. I was fucked up for an entire week. I couldn't even, you know. Yeah, I remember. So I remember you. You. I forget what it was. Whether you. Well, we were we were set to come over to cheer you up. We we were just gonna bring you some food or something like that. Yeah. You're like no, nobody, <laughs> nobody can see me. And then like, and then and then like a couple of days later, I snuck in somehow. Jackie Jackie let me in, and you looked miserable. Yo. You were so upset that I was even there. Yo, you had like you had like your fucking hoodie that wasn't quite over you. you I could see your your belly Dude. and shit. Dude, Yusuf was trying to come over and see me to say hi, and I was like, "Man, I guess I like I didn't want him to, because I was so I felt so like I felt so weak and so ashamed and so ridiculous. That's why. That's why. And when Yusuf came over, when 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 Yusuf came over, I was like, it was great. It was like I should have just had people over. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's just dumb. It's just dumb. Yeah. But you were like, no, nobody can see. I don't want your your delicious food. I don't want you to see me like this. I'm a monster. <laughs> so yeah, my next my next thing was uh, you point out how healthy we are <laughs> at the beginning, and it was true. We did. We made sure we were like, you taking the right vitamins. You, you're getting your taking vitamins, the right vitamins. Right? Vitamin D, right? I heard this thing about vitamin D. All right, how's your zinc? How's your zinc, bro? You got? Did, yeah, did yeah. you get your blood work? Oh, it's kind of hard to get your blood work right now. <laughs> Like, you know, like, take this, take all, this on top of this, stack this with this. It was, it, we were tip top physical shape. If it wasn't for the stress of the situation though, it would, which created a huge brain fog. I feel like, I feel like everybody walked around feeling a little bit sick, but yeah. yet they were probably, they were the probably fine. Been. Yeah. yeah. Just because everyone was a little bit nervous, stressed. Those like, first paranoid. few days, those first few days, I would. Like of the shutdown, if I went out the house, I would just, I would come back home, throw everything in the wash, shower immediately, yeah. shower. Oh, yeah, I was showering like two I or three remember. times a day if I left the house. That was like for yeah. the first week. I was like, if I left the house, you'd be showered. And this 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 will probably come up in future ones, but I'll touch on it now. You'd have me like be washing my arms up to my elbows and just passed, you know? I, oh, like, oh I mistake. would do that to you. Yeah, you would be like, no, you got to get all the way up. <laughs> above the elbow, above the elbow, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Come yeah, on, man, it's true though. What the fuck? Especially the jobs yeah, we were working. The hands are the thing that are touching my face, not my fucking elbow. I'm yeah, not but you're fucking. Then, then, then you touch your elbow, you scratch your arm, and all of a sudden you're touching your face. Then, then you got that COVID herp. Then, then what are you Whatever. gonna do? Anyway, shut up. I'm I'm fine. I'm doing just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just washed my hands. Well, you are I'm now. It's because you, you washed, washed your elbows, hands. Zach. It's because you washed your elbows. <laughs> That's that that's basically that that's basically like three why. or four times if I, guilted me if I wasn't my elbow. <laughs> three, four times. I don't even remember. Whatever, dude. Those jobs were fucking a nightmare. Those those first few those first few times we did that, like it was it was uh, like it was, after it was a while it it just became a it was nerve wracking. Yeah. After, Sometimes we would laugh so hard we'd like kind of start to cry and we couldn't tell if we were laughing or crying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's so just stupid. like a blur of so stupid. Um, you mentioned uh, doing a lot of things for your community. It's a great, a great thing. It actually kind of reminds me why I moved away from Chicago a little bit and uh, kind of resolidifies my uh, my decision. Nice. In a lot of ways, it's kind of helped me. 
Yeah. Excellent. I mean, you know, however you want to take that, your community, your personal community, your family, yeah. donating your time, or just, like, no man is an island. And I don't think that means, I don't think that means, like, <clears throat> nobody can, like, live alone. But it's like right. nobody should live alone. Right. You're supp- like, there's, least... there's something to be gained. There's knowledge and experience to be gained from strengthening your community. Not yeah. not to not to say that you couldn't do it, but why should you? And why would you want to? And also, yeah. you're not a part of civilization and society if you are. You're not you're always not doing ass- you're, not, you're not doing your part if you are. Being, always being assume a- everyone you ever always assume anyone you're talking to knows something you don't. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that absolutely. Makes makes a bigger community more worthwhile. Or at least think about it a little bit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um all right, so this is this is it. Uh, we're getting down we're getting down to some of the nitty gritty here. There's only a few more questions, but I love it. Uh, I already asked one of these. Uh, how hard how hard would I have to press for you to admit how great I am? How hard? Not that hard. I did it. You didn't even have to press. You said hard pressed. I'm hard pressed to admit this. You said. <laughs> no, I didn't say hard pressed. You I'd be hard pressed. pressed. How hard? I would be hard, hard pressed. How what hard did I do say? I have to press. No, no, no. I you said I would it. be remiss. <laughs> did I say? Did I say hard pressed? I don't know. I'm fucking pulling your leg, man. I how how did it feel to read that stroke job after you wrote it? How hard? What did it feel like? I mean, dude. I like I said it. It's like it's not, it tasted like I had your dick in my mouth. Yeah, it was. It was too much, man. It's too much. I, I love it. I love you. Uh, I it is. I sent you that link to that Rolling Stones. Uh, I hope it started right at the right part. But you wait, make the, the Rolling Stones. Cry. I don't know if I. I don't know if I. Uh... You didn't get that. No, you I didn't make get a it. Grown man cry. Oh no! I I got that. I got the I got the words. I didn't get the uh, the, okay. the link. What? Well, yeah. You should have clicked it. But yeah, man. You should have clicked uh, that shit, bros. Stones, man. You missed an opportunity that, yeah. to rock. <laughs> Never, don't ever, don't. Ever Use the opportunity, the man, dude. You fucking could have rocked the stones. I'd ask you to say more about it, but I think you said too much already. Man. I mean, yeah, you're a good guy. I'll say something about it. You're a good guy, and we experienced a lot during this pandemic. I experienced a lot with a lot of people, but we've yeah. been, uh, we've worked a lot together, and we've had experiences together even before the pandemic. And I love That's all, true. I love all of my friends. And it is funny because when we all get drunk, including you, everybody brings up who's who's best friend. And I, yeah. I don't know why, like you did that like just a few months ago, four months ago, and but it's not just you; it's everybody. And I'm like, man, mm. like, why are we doing this? <laughs> you know what's funny, Tony? What? I think you do it more than anybody. Ah, that's but... not true. I say, I say, I love you guys, and <laughs> and you're my best friends. I do, I, I do, I do, do, I do, 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 I do, do. You do, do. All right, I have one, just one question about your your shift at Finley's before uh, before everything shut down. Did you all bleach your bathrooms? I guess I don't know. Yeah, just because the bleach in the New Orleans bathroom. Yeah, just the smell and the scent that stands out to me is just like. I mean, at that moment, oh boy, I don't it's think coming. At that moment, I don't think everything possible was being done to be as cleanly as possible in that place. Right, clean as possible in that place. I'm sure. I'm sure someone went in there with all the time on their hands and really gave everything a good solid once over. I have no idea how I, did, how I down. didn't catch that COVID. No idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hairy and sticky situation. Yeah, um, and I bar like that wasn't the last time I bartended either. Like, yeah, I came back for the summer. Whew. Yeah, it was crazy. 
That is crazy. Well, I mean, I I like I like personally I like what you're doing here with the writing. Uh, I think uh, I think you should keep doing doing what you're doing, and I'll definitely try to fill out a more intact first time downtown Chicago. I think it's uh, important. Co- Rona busters. Yeah, yeah. Because that that was funny. Your dad kind of like, hey, I'm here. My son's here. So. Uh, you know, I don't care about this other other yeah. Jamoke who you don't know who's working with you, but uh, it's like he he's like good I, luck everybody. Right. He's like, it's safe. It's safe here. Yeah. I feel like it's safe. I wouldn't be here if it yeah. wasn't safe. I got my own yeah. son here. I wouldn't have him yeah. here if it wasn't safe. Zach? But none of us. Zach, I don't give a shit about. Knew. <laughs> <laughs> and there were times there were times this there, there 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 have been times where David has just pissed me off during this pandemic where we are working with him. Or I'm working with him particularly, and like he'll he'll do something that's like smart. I'm like I wish I would have done that. Whereas like we'll get on an elevator and too many people are around. He's like I'm gonna wait. I'm like stalling the elevator and I'm like you fucking cocksucker. It's like yeah. Oh yeah. I want to wait too, motherfucker. Like like yeah. like we were all piling on because your ass was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like well fuck man I want to wait too. Like uh so uh and then I'm like already on there. I'm, I'm, <laughs> And then I'm like touching my mask to adjust my mask, and he's like, "Don't do that." I'm like, "Don't do what?" You just touched your mask. So basically, what you did was you infected your own mask. And I'm just like, "Scaring you?" Yeah. Just and I'm like, "God damn it! He's right. He's totally right." He's like, "No, I don't do it. I don't touch my That's mask." That's bullshit. And I'm what like, an oh, he's probably he's probably right." <laughs> what'd, what'd, you, what'd you say? I said he's such an a hole. A hole. Yeah. Uh, okay. The, those elevator rides. Those first few elevator rides. It's just man. like Ghostbusters. I, I would follow you, like in the elevator rides, where it's like, I don't know, is this too crowded? Is it? Are we doing this? Are we not? I would just basically yeah. try to go on whenever when you would get. Well, I guess that's good, but you know, basically, but... I wish you would have sometimes spoke up because there's a lot of times in those situations where I'm like daydreaming because I'm so tired that I'm just kind of yeah. piling on the yeah. elevator because I'm exhausted, like because yeah, I'm like, just I, going. I'm just going. I'm just going. Yeah, you know. Um, no, the elevator's here. No, here okay. we go. I gotta get out now. One, two, one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six. Okay, that's not good. We're already on like the fucking thirtieth floor or something. Oh lordy! All right, yeah, I'll do. I'll do something like that. We should uh, sign off. It's getting late for for me. Yeah, I don't know about you, but yeah, and it's late here. It's um, eight o'clock here. Uh, but I do have some things to go over with you real quick after we sign off. But everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, hopefully I'll be in better shape next week. Um, I'm sure you will be. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I'm sure you'll be feeling tip-top by tomorrow. Tip-top the goo. That's what's up, for everyone, everyone out there, it's Sunday for us. I hope whatever day it is, it's not going too bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, don't work too hard. Don't stop working. 